Hi, my name is James Shepard, and in this video, I'm going to talk to you about where did Bitcoin come from? Where did Bitcoin come from? So I'm sure you've heard a lot of buzz about Bitcoin. One of the things I would love to do, I'm not going to do it just because I don't want to embarrass people, but um, I would love to go through my LinkedIn messages from back in you know November and December of 2017 when I was getting messages. I literally had one guy, I think it was actually a public comment on YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, that watched one of my videos on YouTube and literally said to me, you should sell your whole business and get out of this. You need to get into trading Bitcoin. It's so much more profitable. you know." And uh, that was back when Bitcoin was at about $17,500 for one Bitcoin. Today, it's at $8,100, which is actually up from where it was. At the, I think it got down to $72 or $100 or something, and that maybe even in the $6,000 range, but it got down really, really low. And it literally lost like a third of its value in, in I believe, 48 hours or 24 hours, something like that. And so Bitcoin, in the course of just a few months, has gone from $17,000 and change to $8,000 and change. Um, and that's just insane for a currency. Like, the, you know, the US currency, we might have a 10% fluctuation over a course of a year. You know, it's not like it's fluctuating that, that much. That's ridiculous. So where did Bitcoin come from? You know, what, what is Bitcoin? And then in the next video, I'm going to talk about why it's such a mess right now. So Bitcoin came from a couple of different things. So first of all, you need to understand a bank. What does a bank do? Why do we even have banks anymore? So obviously they're lending institutions, but as you've all found, you don't really need a bank to lend you money. I mean, there's other types of institutions that just do lending, right? So as far as using a bank to move money around, why do we have them? What do they do? Well, we used to go there to get cash. They used to actually keep cash in their vault. And one of the main things you would do at the bank is you would go and get cash out uh, so that you could go and, and you know buy stuff. Um, but what happened after that was, of course, checks. So people started writing checks, giving those. Then we have credit cards. So now it's mostly digital. It's vast majority of transactions are digital. And so we're just digitally moving money from one place to another, and it's going through the bank. And so when you think about the bank, the bank really is just a ledger system. That's all the bank is. When you talk about transactions, the only thing a bank does is the bank is a trusted, secure ledger that says this dollar belongs to Joe, this dollar belongs to Susan, Susan wants to pay this dollar to Joe, so now Susan doesn't have this dollar, we're gonna take it out of her ledger and we're gonna put it into Joe's ledger. Now Joe has $2 and Susan has zero, right? And again, those types of things are happening billions of times a day, transactional things where there has to be a ledger that everybody trusts. I mean, imagine if you didn't trust the bank. Now, the bank has made some mistakes for us. We've had a couple of times. I remember, I think a few weeks ago, we made a deposit of several thousand dollars in the bank and then it didn't show up and we went back in. Uh, my financial secretary went back in and showed the receipt and here the person just, you know, manual error literally put it in somebody else's account. So they had a really good day. Um, now that does happen. And, you know, we always check our receipts, but you know, generally speaking, I mean, if I go use my card at a restaurant, I pretty much trust the fact that, you know, they took the money from my account and the restaurant owner generally trusts the fact that the money's eventually going to get to his account. You know, I mean, banks are trusted and secure and that's really important. Well, so what happened was Bitcoin came along and said, if that's what banks do and they're this ledger, if we could come up with a ledger system where we didn't need a central ledger, we didn't need a central bank ledger, then what we could do is we could move money around for free because the banks are charging interchange rates and all this. We could just move money around for free. Sounds like an awesome idea. Well, what happened was they created a technology called blockchain. Now, blockchain is awesome. It's very important to understand though, blockchain and Bitcoin are totally different things. Bitcoin is built on top of blockchain. 
So I'm gonna talk about blockchain in a second, but I want you to imagine, you know, thinking about the internet, right? I think all of us agree the internet is here to stay. It's not a fad, everybody likes the internet. It's, you know, it's a huge part of our culture and our society. Just because the internet is doing really well, that doesn't mean that if you just build a website on the internet, it's gonna be a huge success because the internet does well. No, you're building on top of something, your thing that you built on top of this core technology also has to be good, right? If you build a website like people did back in the dot-com bubble and burst, and your website sucks and what you sell doesn't make any sense and nobody wants it, it doesn't matter that millions of new people are on the internet every day, it, those, those businesses went broke because their website was terrible. So your technology has to be built on top of it. So just like in that case with the internet, you have blockchain. Blockchain is, I'm gonna explain it to you in like three or four sentences. So for those of you that actually understand blockchain, blockchain, I realize this is like a massive oversimplification, but the idea of blockchain is basically, instead of having one central ledger that everybody trusts, we have millions of ledgers on a bunch of different computers and servers, and all of those ledgers are gonna match eventually. And so if a transaction, if somebody puts a transaction in and it doesn't match, and they say, I wanna transfer $200 to so-and-so, but they don't have $200 available on their, in their ledger, and so they, the ledger gets somehow changed, well, that's gonna be pretty obvious because there's like a million other ledgers that are now different, right, than that one. So what's gonna happen is people are gonna say, no, no, that transaction's fraudulent or that's not right because all of these other ones, they don't, you know, none of these other ones are, are matching up with that at all, right? So what's happening is, Blockchain is an amazing technology. Actually, there's a lot of banks that are even using blockchain now to reduce their cost. So blockchain is here to stay, but not necessarily Bitcoin. So where did Bitcoin come from? Bitcoin came from this idea of not only reducing costs, not competing with the banks, but the idea of let's eliminate the banks. Let's eliminate government involvement with currency and let's do that while we just get rid of all the costs and make this cryptocurrency that nobody can track and people are gonna like that so much better. Now that's where Bitcoin came from. That's the whole idea behind it is, let's make a cryptocurrency that's untraceable, people are gonna love it because there's no cost to use it and all that stuff and so that's where it came from. What we're gonna talk about in the next video is, why is it such a mess right now?